This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned into one can of the world. G'day, Dr. Carl here. Now, several centuries ago, most people stayed within a few hundred kilometres of where they were born. But thanks to pre-COVID modern travel, within the space of a day and a half, you can trip around from almost anywhere on the planet to any capital city. But suppose we progress far beyond today's jet engines and rockets. What if we had a super-advanced future rocket technology that could keep us accelerating at 1G? What's 1G? We'll come back to that in a bit. It's one of those time-loop situations you might have heard about. I wish I knew what was out there. Yeah. I'm an astronaut. (laughs) Anyways, where would you like to go and how long would it take to get there? The surprising answer is that you could travel billions of light years in less than a human lifetime. First, let me explain what I mean by accelerating at 1G. G is short for gravity. Now, down here at sea level on Earth, we all experience 1G or 1 gravity. Suppose you have some astronauts in a spaceship sitting on the ground ready to launch. With the rockets firing, and after about eight and a half minutes, the astronauts are in orbit, some 400 kilometres up, and travelling around 28,000 kilometres per hour, or about 7 kilometres in each second. On the way up, with the rocket engines blasting, they were experiencing 3G. In other words, their weight was three times their normal weight. And by the way, their rocket burnt a thousand tonnes of fuel or more to get them up there. But suppose the fuel didn't matter. And here's a thought experiment for you. Let's have the fuel as antimatter and have the futuristic engine being fed by a huge funnel about a thousand kilometres wide at the front. You could scoop up all the antimatter fuel that you needed as you flew through space. Surely we could find some antimatter floating around in space. Anyhow, you could keep on accelerating, not just for eight and a half minutes, but indefinitely. And to make it a comfortable and healthy ride for our travellers, let's imagine our spacecraft accelerating at 1G, just like we experience here down on Earth. Now, the value of G is about 10 metres per second every second. So by the end of the first second, you'd be travelling at 10 metres per second velocity. The second second would get you up to 20 metres per second. The third second up to 30 metres per second. You got the idea, and so on. After about a year of continuous acceleration at 1G, you would be travelling at close to the speed of light, around 300,000 kilometres per second. Einstein's relativity theory tells us that you cannot 
go faster than the speed of light? Even worse, if you have mass, you can't even reach the speed of light. You see, as you get closer to the speed of light, each passing second would give you a smaller increase in velocity. Now, pause a moment and think about your destination. You don't want to whiz past your target at almost the speed of light, but instead you want to slow down to zero speed on arrival so that you can actually look around and enjoy the scenery. So, once you're halfway to your destination, you choose to slow down. Now, that all sounds reasonable before the calculations, but then you notice something weird. To reach the nearest stars, about 4.3 light years away, well, it would take less than 4.3 years. Actually, your spaceship would have clocked 4 years instead of 4.3 years. Hmm, curious. And if you went to Sirius, a star 8.6 light years away, your onboard clock would have registered only 5 years. And if you were heading for the Orion Nebula, about a thousand light years away, you'd get there in just 15 years, according to your trusty spaceship timepiece. Yup, it's Einstein's relativity again. The faster you travel, the more your time slows down. We saw this in action at a thing located on the border of Switzerland and France. Now, the thing is an enormous underground circular tunnel, and it's called the Large Hadron Collider. It was used to discover the Higgs boson particle. The folks there like to accelerate hydrogen ions up to 99.999991% of the speed of light. For the hydrogen ions, their time slows down so much that one second for the hydrogen ions is over two hours for us. And this local slowing down of time will happen to us on our futuristic space rocket indefinitely accelerating at 1G. On the spaceship, local time slows down enormously as the craft gets closer and closer to the speed of light. So, say that we want to get to the centre of our galaxy, some 27,000 light-years away. And by the way, there's a massive black hole there, some 4.2 million times heavier than our Sun. Well, that would take a mere 20 years. A journey of only 30 years would get us to the Andromeda galaxy, about 2.5 million light-years from us, and getting to the edge of the reachable universe, about 18 billion light-years away, would be only 45 years, less than a human lifetime. Home would have to be where the heart is, because it definitely won't be where you left it a few billion years ago in Earth time. Infinite time loop, infinite time loop, infinite time loop, infinite time loop.
You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.